Good morning, and welcome to the Social Collective's podcast. We are on episode 36. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) And today, we have the amazing Tucker's Treasures. Okay, so we have Ryan and Tucker Findlay, and they're kind of a phenomenon. Tucker is, what are you, 10, 11? I'm 13 now. Okay. My star is 9. 13. And for some reason, I've got you stuck at 10 mentally, so you're 13. <laughs> My son just turned 13. So anyway, you guys are the dynamic duo of, is it, it's the the, the selling, the listing community, the, the trading community. Tell me about it. Oh, God. That's <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Where, where to start? Where to start, Ryan? <laughs> well, yeah, where to start? Where, yes. like, like, my question is, is like, okay, this is pr- the, what you guys have done, specifically you, Tucker, <laughs> yeah. have done is just mind-blowing. The whole thing is mind-blowing. And I, as a listener, would love to know, because you were just a regular old kid doing yep. the regular old thing as all kids do. And I imagine the pandemic had something to do with it a little bit. I will just tell you the full story. Okay, please do. Let me know how you found out I about always, eBay and the whole thing. I always struggled with school. I never could find my, like, what I'm good at. Okay. Never liked boys, gals. Never liked um, sports. Never liked that. I'm like, hmm. I went to the river one time, and I saw golf balls. I couldn't even stop walking, and I had to find golf balls everywhere in the river. You can, you can walk in golf balls Thousands of them. Okay, so golf course was nearby. Yeah, okay. so they hit him a river by accident. Okay. And then nobody gets them. So I'm like, hmm, maybe I could sell them. <laughs> and I start selling them on Facebook. I'm like, oh, I looked these up. I'm like, they can sell on eBay. Like, I mean, Facebook. I'm like, they, they can sell on Facebook. I start selling these. Got 10,000 that summer sold. Oh, my God. What? Sold 10,000 of them. How, so wait, what in your brain? told you because as mm-hmm. as a nine-year-old boy yeah if i come across golf balls i'm probably gonna throw them or i don't kick know em. kick no, them I thought- play around <laughs> how, how did you think i can sell these my dad did furniture and stuff ah. he sold he resold like furniture and all that and i'm like i could sell these like People, I know, I had a friend who's in the river with me who golfs. Okay. And I hired my friends to find golf balls <laughs> and paid them. Do you feel like a little Mark Twain? <laughs> 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 I, I literally paid my friends to find golf balls. And then I keep scaling. Then I bought a kayak to find golf balls. And I bought a golf ball grabber. And I bought two golf ball grabbers for my friends. And then, and then every, every day I say, I'll pay five cents a ball if you find these golf balls. And this is over how, how long of a period? Like all summer. Like. Okay, this, this is just one summer. Okay, this one is summer. one summer. This is a couple of months. Okay, so we started off with finding a couple of ball, golf balls. And, and, thousand, it, and 10, it has thousand. escalated to a kayak and golf ball grabbers and, and, a, and, and employee yeah. a couple of friends. Okay. Yeah, and the crazy part was, yeah, I went to yard sale. My neighbor had yard sales. They had golf balls. Again, they had golf balls. And I'm like, you know, they're in the river, they're dirty. I'm like, you got to clean them. Okay. Out of your yard sale, I can flip them on Facebook and buy golf balls. I'm like, I don't need to clean them. Easy flip. Let's put them on Facebook and sell them. So you're pl- you are putting all of these golf balls on Marketplace. Yeah. And there's like 10 people out the door buying them. And in a week, they're all gone. Really? Yeah. So you sold 10,000 balls. 
yeah. over that first summer. Wow. Um, well, I don't know if it was quite 10, but certainly at least 10 over the course of that business life. Wow. Um, and then, but it was crazy because I, I put him on Facebook because you know, he's nine, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> right, right. But then it was interesting. It just became the same people over and over buying, you know, he would just put together balls and, you know, all that sort of stuff. And it was like, all right, we're teaching him how to do math with golf balls. Well, absolutely. <laughs> well, so yeah. you had a loyal clientele. Oh, yeah. There was like the same people, right? Same people over and over again. And golf balls are cheap. No, they're not. Probably one to $4 a ball. Dang. (laughs) Why? (laughs) They're golfers. You know. Why are they? they, (laughs) So this is interesting. If you cut a golf ball, there are four-piece balls and there's one-piece balls. So inside of them, they have have four pieces and they go far. And And they they land softer. And softer. they, They have pieces in each ball. Okay. Of golf balls, like okay. you cut them, they're they're like friction. They're like all different kind of like, like they're like round and like okay. they're like they're like oh there's this and they're like kind of like rock. It's kind of rocky. Like and you're of and it. you're sorting. Are you sorting these golf yeah, balls I'm in sorting brand names? Ball, that's on the dollar ball. And people are like, oh my god, this is a great deal. I need bodies. Okay. You know? Okay. So what's the next step in your journey? And then I, I went to yard sales. I said, Dad, I want to go to yard sales buy golf balls. Okay. And I'm thinking he's nuts, right? Oh, I mean, as a dad, but you're- but, uh, but I like I'm just like, all right, you know, you don't play baseball, that you don't do any of these things. And I'm like, all right, so we we I I'm like, okay, he wants to go yard sailing to find golf balls. So we hop in my truck the next weekend. And we just drive, I just look for signs, right? And then what? I happens? found like 2,000 golf balls. Oh my gosh. Because there's golf courses all around there. Oh so all the yard sales people, <laughs> you were going and picking them up from there. Yeah, and then what happened? My our dad did antiques and furniture, and I started buying antiques and reselling those. So, yeah, so then he, he'd always. Like one dollar make $20? Heck yeah. So he's like, all these people are getting rid of all these like antiques and vintage items really cheaply because he had watched like every American uh-huh. Pickers oh, yeah. and Star. Like everybody else was watching cartoons. He was watching American mm-hmm. Pickers and mm-hmm. Antique Roadshow. He just always had an interest mm-hmm. in that, right? Okay. And so he starts like decorating his room with all this like really cool stuff from like American Pickers. I really want to see your room, Tucker. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I really want to see it. it it's, uh, yeah, it's like a museum actually. That's like some so, of the stuff imagine. that's in there is like, I mean, he's got like original shackles from like uh, Fort Yuma, Leavenworth, like all sorts of crazy things. You'd, That's got the, so cool. He has the, um, what is it? The it's, train engine? Yeah, the, the, the Steam light. engine lantern. Yeah, it's the, the headlight of a steam engine from the 1800s. Oh my God. So, so there's like. So you've done a lot of this antiquing no, and re- restoration? No. I just. I, you know, I quit my job as the same home of dad, and I Dang, refinished furniture. furniture. Okay. All right. So, no, not really antiques. I refinished furniture just as something to do, basically, yeah, yeah, staying yeah. home with my kids. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, so everybody thought I was crazy when I did that, too. <laughs> but, uh, Best move ever. Well, no. I mean, <laughs> but, and, then, and then, you know, he did much better than I ever yeah, did. Yeah, but he had to learn it from someone, and he obviously well, took that from you. So what, what he learned was he learned that on the shows, but then 
then because his grandfather had a, a vintage furniture store and that's who taught me how to refinish furniture, they would go and bring, we would bring them to auctions and flea markets and things like that. So he yeah. would see the cuspid of everything and he would go, oh, this is what that sells at an auction mm -hmm. or this is what that he sells just had for a natural flea market. For it. And yeah. so when yeah. he saw it at yard sales, he mm -hmm. was like, oh, that's really undervalued. I'm just going to start taking all my golf ball money and buying Yeah, then my dad hooked you up with a store because- so, yeah, so I then, feel like this is like Elon Musk. So <laughs> he, you know how Elon Musk started some yeah. business with his brother and then they sold that and then they bought PayPal and then they sold that and then they bought everything else. Yeah. But this is how I picture Tucker. So he's doing the golf balls and then he's doing this scaling and then he's up. doing that. And he's scaling up. Mm. The thing was you scaled from the very beginning. Yeah. From day one. You were like, oh. Let's hire out some help. Let's get equipment. Let's scale this. Yep. Yeah. So at what point do you start going, okay, there's something happening here? Well, we, that that doesn't happen probably until we get to eBay. Okay. So, okay. I outgrew that store. Yeah. So antiques. He, he started, I got him set up in a store consigning stuff. The next thing I know, like, you know, they're paying him a couple hundred dollars and then he's getting invited to do like, you know, Luckett shows and different shows yeah. like that. And he's doing, you know, 500 a $1,000 on a weekend. Wow. And, yeah. And, um, and he's deals. got like all this crazy stuff and he just keeps taking the money and buying more stuff and buying more, you know, buying things for the business. He never spent it at Target he or he just kept reinvesting and reinvesting it. And, and then it said, and then, I, got, and I was like, I got to go to eBay. And then I remember before you get to eBay, I, I, we started talking. I said, do you want to take some of this money and start putting it in stocks? Or, you know, what do you want to do with it? And, and I explained stocks to him. And what, what did you tell me? No, I'm going to invest in myself. Oh, my gosh. Uh, this so, is my so, guy. Yeah, right? He's like, they only get 10%. I can get three times, four times my money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my so, gosh. So, yeah. So, wow. so, he, so I was like immediately like, you know, I, I, it was really funny. He just – it's very different. And so he, you know, starts – after he'd gone through like all the antique road shows and pawn shows, yeah. he started going out on YouTube. And I saw YouTubers selling stuff on eBay. And he's like, I see that stuff all the time. Like it's like I I could buy this. I have better stuff than they do. Can you have I amazing stuff. And yeah. I saw a little tiny snippet of your items at the Dulles Town Center Mall when we yeah. did the kids' vendor fair. You had the most amazing booth. <laughs> you had like the Rock'em Sock'ems and, and the funny part is that's my cheap toys. stuff. That's my cheap stuff. I have thousand dollar items sitting when you get listed. You have how much amazing. stuff do you have? I have like twenty five square feet of stuff. Twenty five hundred square feet packed to the ceiling. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, okay. So, so but you, we'll go back. <laughs> so, okay. You, <laughs> this is crazy. So you have now a store and you're looking at YouTube channels and noticing yeah. that they're selling stuff and you're saying, I I can do much better. I've got better stuff. Yeah, then I outsmarted them. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, oh, let's do eBay. And my dad's like, I don't know nothing about eBay. Okay, so, so enter he comes eBay. to me. So he, yeah, he, he goes, I want to do eBay. And I was like, we got to ship things. I don't know. I've done, no, I've never bought or sold anything on eBay, <laughs> right, right? right? I have an right. eBay account, but, you know, it was like more for show. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll figure it out together. And, you know, we start, and you know, we start listing things on eBay. And like, 
they start like I were like shocked they're they're selling and I'm and I'm like I didn't you know I'm just kind of entertaining this right you know <laughs> I'm going right yeah, right right and and well even before well, I'll back up one thing even before eBay where it got real real for me as a dad yeah, yeah. which was you know we were at this yard sale and bought he bike. he bought this bike that had no wheel on it no I said I'm not fixing this bike like, <laughs> look you can buy the, I had three rules oh, for I had oh. three rules for him when he started. He had to have his own money. Okay. okay? He had to have a plan of where he was going to sell whatever he was buying. Yep. And that meant he needed to know like what it sold for and how much he could buy it for and that type of stuff. And it couldn't be something I had to fix. That's the most important one. Right? Right? All right. It couldn't be something I had to fix. You know what? I bought you $6. So he Buys this bike for six dollars. I'm pissed off. Okay, I'm like, I'm not fixing this bike. It doesn't have a wheel. The brakes aren't on it. Like, well, he's like, Dad, just trust me. <laughs> like, so we get home. We get home, and and what happens? I sell for five hundred dollars. Dang! This what? guy shows up at my door. We posted up on uh, like a bicycle group on Facebook, and this guy. I had like a million messages, and this guy shows up with five hundred dollars and hands my nine year old five hundred dollars in cash, oh and I'm. Going, right, like what? What's going on here? Like that was like the first sign of like, wait, How what's going on here? How did you know it here? was worth that? My dad had one. It's a original BMX bike from the eighties. So yeah. that was vintage. Yeah, vintage from the eighties. You know the BMX bikes? Yeah, new tricks on original one. Like okay, not so the here's the one. gift. Here's the gift. Yes. So yes. his memory. He's got a phenomenal memory, and he he sees these things. He finds these things. He connects them. He accesses everything in his brain accesses to the goal. And that's that's unique. Okay, yeah. so we're on eBay now. Yeah. And and the first thing I sold was a um, military jacket. Okay. Cool. And yeah, yeah. it's sold. And the other thing that like hit us like that was really Oh, the strange. red cooling lantern? Yeah. That was crazy. So this red cooling lantern and this antique store been sitting there for I don't know, months. And I sold it for on eBay $150. So it had sat in a flea market for 15 bucks. For, for like $15 wow. for like ever, right? For, you know, he would buy lanterns for like $5 and flip them for like, you know, yeah. 20 or 15 or whatever. And this red coal, and he actually got it from an auctioneer um, that had no idea. He'd been right. doing this for 20, 30 years. Nobody did. Right. And all of a sudden, he put it up on eBay and like in five minutes, it sold for $150. What's crazy? And we're like, okay, now. Now, what's going on here? What's what's your inventory look at this point? There's about over 2,000 listings on eBay right now. And he has no, 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 no. In your story, in terms of you're starting off eBay, mm -hmm. what is mm -hmm. your inventory in terms of, okay, you don't have a 2,500. You yeah. don't have that. Are you, are you storing this in your bedroom? Yeah, so uh, he started. He started in his bedroom. Yeah, so and then like yep. it started overflowing, and then you know it was in the store, right? And then you know I had trailer, and I had obviously space um, from the furniture business. And when COVID hit, and the kids were home mm -hmm. with me full time, was right around the same time he starts his eBay business. Okay, um, he started like that December before COVID hit. And, you know, then all the markets sort of went away and he really started focusing on eBay, particularly when things started to sell. Yeah. And then I was just like, all right, I had to shut down my furniture business. I got two kids full, full time home with me with COVID and everything else. So I just shut down the furniture business. So he could, started to take over that space right. slowly. Yep. Right. 
Okay. Well, it's kind of funny. He had a furniture business, and he had, I have a small box worth $10,000. He has a four-room worth $10,000. Yeah, and that's what I started realizing, right? Like, you know, it's like, I'm killing myself. Like, this whole room of furniture is, like, probably worth $10,000, and I'm carrying and killing myself uh-huh. doing this. And yeah. he gets this little box that he doesn't have to do anything for, right? $10,000. Like, you know, it, you know that he doesn't have to do anything for. Oh and, and and I'm like, uh, who's got the better business model and the smarter person right, here? Right. Yeah. So you, you are buying from eBay. You're out there looking at eBay, you're looking at Marketplace, you're looking Not at... Not eBay, I'm looking at outside of eBay and selling stuff. Okay, so you're looking outside of eBay... And put it onto and eBay. And then put it on eBay and selling it. Yeah. Okay, oh, are there specific places that you're looking at? Facebook Marketplace. Okay. I search there like crazy. <laughs> okay. I search there every day, like, oh, I yeah, yeah. just find that, find that, and then... In yard sales was the other place. Okay, mm-hmm. and are you concentrating on specific items? Originally, it was antiques, and it turned into vintage toys and video games. What? At what point did it turn to vintage toys and video games? That turned into when I really started realizing the value of that stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. This stuff, like during COVID, boom, like okay. that mm-hmm. skyrocketed. So re- retro items from the 80s earlier, that's yeah. all really starting to go up. Because buying them was my dad, dad's age. You know? I, I was not buying them, but I guess people my age were. Um, yeah. And, yeah. I love vinyl. I love vinyl. Metallica just I mean, bought that vinyl. Uh, there's a place, I think it's in Alexandria. They were one of the largest producers of vinyl still. Really? Wow. And Metallica bought it. Oh. So now they own it. Interesting. Um, yeah, because they want to they wanna keep doing vinyl. Yeah. I have That's over cool. 10,000 of them. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he actually did, if you know, Smash um, is a record store in D.C. Mm-hmm. They came to the house because he had so much of it. So they he wholesaled it to the record it store. It was more than their store. And, um, and the guy comes in and he goes, These are, this is more records than I have in my entire store. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're cracking up. Oh my it, god, this is just yeah. unfathomable. He gave this me a thousand dollars, like thousands of dollars, dollars yeah. cash. Yeah. So okay, we're on YouTube. We've opened an eBay store, and you're scaling. You are moving. Oh, yeah. You are selling, and you are making some cash, and you're yeah. growing. And so, what's funny part is like I'm just keep flipping it. Like, oh, what's the bigger buy? What's the bigger buy? And then, and and then, then when, finally at like ten. Right. He, a- he he finds it and he find, well he says to me this is this is like what I want to do and he and he finds this store like another eBay store on Facebook Marketplace because he has like it. alerts set up like for different keywords and different things and so he finds this person that has an eBay store that's selling it and he wants to sell all the contents out of his eBay store. And it's like, what was it? It was, uh, Video that, games, DVDs. You've never seen DVDs or sell. It was mostly DVDs. And it was like mostly DVDs. He sells DVDs. crazy. He sells that you're drunk. But guess what? DVDs are worth a lot of money. Really? And, and so Tucker, so it was like so a thousand DVDs and the guy wanted like $2,500. It had been out there for a long time. And Tucker's and like, I want to buy this. And I was like, you want to buy like a thousand DVDs? Like nobody listens to mm-hmm. DVDs. Like who? Right. Who buys DVDs, yeah. right? right? Right, right. Blockbuster was gone right. a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. Like I was like, this yeah. is crazy, and and so he's like, Dad, you really gotta look at this. And I said, Okay. Like, yep. and so my ten, ten year old wants to spend twenty five hundred dollars <laughs> on some DVDs, <laughs> and I'm thinking he's nuts, right? But like every single time I think he's nuts, right. he just right. like kicks dirt in my face, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going, yeah, you know, like I just, 
And so, uh, so you know, we go, we visit the guy, and it just keeps looking better and better. It, he was a real collector of DVDs. And he knew all the out-of-print stuff. You want stuff you can't stream on TV. You want stuff out-of-print you can't stream on TV. So most of DVDs and stuff aren't worth money, but there's a lot that are. And this guy knew what they were and knew that whole market. But nobody mm-hmm. else had appreciated the value. It had sat out there forever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm moving to West Virginia. I have this store. He mm-hmm. gave us a whole printout. Like a whole dump of his store, like CSV file. Interestingly enough, Netflix just announced that they're getting rid of their DVD service. Oh, yeah. I didn't even know they had it still. That's funny. They're, they just announced they it. They just it's, announced it. It's completely it. gone now. Interesting. interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is interesting. <laughs> so we got Cha-ching. all the boxes. We got every, he, he bought out, so he bought out the store for like $2,500. And I think, what did you make on that that deal? Uh, like $5,000 or $10,000. Dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very quickly. I think the whole deal might have been even up to twenty now, like and over time. And then it keeps getting bigger. I bought storage <laughs> And then it just kept rolling. Yeah, I, I was weird listing on Facebook. It was a storage unit. And he said, like, I got rid of this whole storage unit. You know, apparently they were like, house cleanup guys. Uh-huh. So they're trying to flip the house, and they have all the contents in the house. And uh, I spent $400 on a storage unit. And I didn't realize how valuable it was. I was 10 or 11. What? Oh, wow, what I was when I bought that one. Uh, I think you were 10. Yeah, I yeah, think 10. you were still 10. And I bought it, and I spent 500 bucks on it. And I got, it was crazy. It was, it was actually an antique store and toy store. Oh, man. So this is all still within a year. Yeah, You're like now 10 within, years old. Yeah, yeah, like within a year or two. What was in there? Tell me. Oh it was railroad lanterns, shackles. Um, you know, shackles and loving work and stuff we just talked about? That was from the storage unit. It was vinyl like crazy. Like bags full. And you spent $500. And made 50 grand. Oh, my God. Yeah. They only wanted 300 but he gave them 500 <laughs> Yeah. I hope that was oh my God. I found Here's gold. A tip. I found a gold ring in there. He actually found gold. Sold oh. it back to, yeah, there was, there was guns in there. There was, there was so much stuff. Craziest um, thing I ever seen. There was about 20 different collections. Um, yeah, I think it was. Police officer collection. I think like you've badges made 50,000. I think it's badges. been about 50,000 to date off of that okay. unit. Okay. Yeah. All right. So where do you there go from police here? Police badges. What, all, all sorts what of happens after this? It just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So. And then the next box I bought was another store. It was like another store I bought. A year, I bought a full yard sale one time. You bought the whole yard sale. Yes, he bought oh the my whole. Gosh. So we get there like early. And he goes, "How much?" He goes, "How much to not have the sale?" So the guy was another reseller that had lost his eBay account, yeah. and so he wanted out of eBay because he he had done some T-shirts and like he couldn't fulfill them. And if you can't fulfill orders, eBay just doesn't tolerate yeah. it. They don't yeah. want drop shippers, and so um, Tucker is like. How much for the not to have the sale and just yeah. like clear everything out? Baller, playa, playa. Yeah. Wow! He came and he bought the yard sale. He bought the entire <laughs> yard sale. That's cr- so. How did you how did you find out about this yard that sale? Was, it was on Craigslist or Craigslist somewhere. And, and, and I think the biggest one up to date is a seven grand deal. So you did the Amazon store. He bought out an entire Amazon <laughs> store. Which how many stores have you bought? Over 20, probably. Oh, 20? Oh Not 20, you know, no, like 5 or 10. Yeah. But there's, like, small collections I bought. Okay. I call it small, but okay. it's truckloads okay. full of stuff. But, like, 
I think five or ten up to date, but I bought another one recently. And I bought another one recently. So let me ask you, Tucker, what is your daily process? My daily process is I have an employee working for me. Okay. Two, after my dad and somebody else. <laughs> okay, okay. And what I do is I get up, wake up, mm-hmm. and get stuff for him to list on eBay. And then I I basically list stuff. I, I go 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. every day. Okay. Elon. But what but what are you doing during during those hours? What is the, what is your process? I I'm doing during those hours like listing. Okay. Figuring out what's sellable, what's not. Research. Research. I, I do over I have over ten thousand hours of research. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're scouring like marketplace and Yeah, and originally I was doing that. And now you know now what I'm looking for is big buys. Okay. Big store buys. And what I'm doing is targeting them. And then Early on, I went to yard sales. I'm going to back, back a long time ago, but I went to yard sales. I was like, I, was like, I don't care what's, what's out in the yard sale. I care about what's inside this house. Mm-hmm. And that turns into, I care about what the people who has the stuff. I don't care about, like, I, I care about the people who have the stuff. I don't care about yard sales who have the stuff. I'm, I'm care about the people who have the stuff. You know the person who have the stuff? Yeah, so I think what he's trying to say is that it, it used to be about finding stuff for stuff, him. Yeah. But now it's more about finding Find people. people. Mm-hmm. And that was a really big yeah. change for him um, that I think he really f- – found through the social collective um, yeah. was that, you know, it was more about finding people than it was about finding, finding stuff. stuff. And yeah. that's You're been so the cool thing about it um, yeah. is that he really looks for people that have the things that, ha- you yeah. know, rather than just stuff now. Yeah. Um, I think yeah. that's what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Right? You're a natural and, businessman. Yeah. And, and yeah. then, but your normal day, to get back to the question, normal his normal day, is... he wakes up. One of the interesting things that people don't know about on eBay, and, and it's the thing that, you know, people just think you get something and you just put it on eBay. But you have a whole box of, he gets whole boxes of things. Like it might be a whole box of toys. You have to understand how, what sells? What, which, what in that box is worth money and what's not? Mm-hmm. And then the day. stuff that's not worth money, how do you put those in lots uh, yeah. to sell? Like, you know, like for example, if you've got records, right, mm-hmm. some of those records are going to sell on their own. Right. They sell really valuable. And other records are worth a dollar or two and mm-hmm. you don't want. Yep. So how do you get money out of those dollar or two records? So you've got to lot them up. So maybe yeah. it's all the classic rock or it's all Metallica or it's all, okay. you know, bundling. All bundling. bundling. So, yeah. but but to do that with it's and bitsy toys or like for example, one of the things that you do is what part things out. Part right? things out. So I, I, I you know the original eighties Barbie house. Mm-hmm. I literally part the whole thing out. You get two dollars for the whole full Barbie house. I parted each window out for twenty dollars. I parted so the roof for, out. $20. Oh my gosh! So, so he I sold, sold that for almost fifteen hundred dollars, but the house itself sells for two hundred. But the parts sold for almost fifteen hundred over that's over a year. Oh my god! Crazy. So that's yeah. the type type of stuff that okay. he spends that his time what doing. What is that called? These businessmen that they take over massive corporations and then they bust them up and sell them for parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He that's does a lot of that. what he's doing. Yeah, so he does a lot of that. So. You know, that's kind of the art form of it because not everybody knows how to do that or what to do that. That's something that's a skill set that you learn over time. I still like the window. And so then he can give it to somebody else. Now he can list it himself, but now he can give it to somebody else and go, just go. 
uh-huh. you know, list this and here's what you price it for and here's what it is. Yeah. And he can do it himself, but he's got so much stuff that at this point it's worth it's me this. or somebody else or, you know. Yeah. Wow. What, Tucker? Yeah. What is your long-term goal? Mm, let's keep rolling it and keep it, keep it bigger and bigger and bigger. What, what's your, so I think he just wants to get, he's always said, he's like, I just want to see how big I can get this. It was funny because I asked him when he first started, he was like, uh, I, you know, he wanted to have a YouTube channel when he first started because that's how he learned. And I said, well, do you really want a YouTube channel or do you want to grow your business? He goes, no. He got, I said, because I think it's going to be hard to do both. Like, right. do you want to do, yeah. you know, create content creation or do you want to do like, grow a, a resale business. He goes, no, I want to see how big I can get this. And yeah. I said, okay, well, I'll help you, and we'll see how big you can get it. So what's your next – What's your? he has a couple steps, and he, but now he just wants wanna, to see how big and how many businesses he can layer this into. Now so I want to get step? into, like, long-term, I want to get into a car reselling business, but short-term right now I want to get into, like, junk removal. I want to fill the middle goal. Like, you know, like people get stuff and they just don't want it. Mm-hmm. I want to run a state sale company. I want to run companies going to reselling. Well, I think you're opening what? You're doing first, you're doing a, a what? Which one? What, the Amazon store? <laughs> Amazon store. That's so that's the second one I'm That's doing. the first thing you're doing. And then what is the other thing that you ultimately want, you keep talking about? Which one are you talking about? The, <laughs> the storage unit. Oh, the storage unit. I want to own a whole storage facility. Oh my god! So that's like his next like thing. He really wants to own a storage unit, and then he's like, "I can layer in all of these other companies into Dude. into yeah. the storage unit, and that's passive income because yeah, that's you can income. just yeah." Just and then when they ban the storage units, I can sell stuff out of them. <laughs> and he has a buddy, so tell him about your buddy. So this this buddy who owns ten storage facilities. How Your old friend? is he? How old is he? He's 25. Oh, my gosh. Or so like that. facilities. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. he has 9,000 units. Yeah. He keeps 300 of them for, for himself. himself. To store stuff. To store stuff. Because and he, sells, he owns car restoration business and he resells stuff. And he sells about how many? I don't – I mean, I think he sells – 30,000 records, 30, records a week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. no, it's insane. We got to go see him. He's in Maryland. We got to go see him. Yeah. He buys out entire, like, Toys oh, R Us. He, he buys out Toys R Us. You know, you know, you know like, the um, big He's trucks? He's 20-something years old. He amazes me every time I talk to him. Yeah, they're like best buddies. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So I imagine with all of this, you've got to be turning heads. And, and there are people who are noticing you're yeah. a rising star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I imagine that there are people probably at eBay and, and other places yeah. that are noticing that Tucker's Treasures is taken off. Yeah. Originally, I always called myself, you know, paperclip guy? Turn a paperclip into a house? That's how I think about like it favorite. sometimes. Yeah. yeah. No, you remember the TED Talk guy who took the paperclip and he just kept flipping it until he got a house? Do you mm-hmm. know that? that oh, that? yeah. So, so he's the golf ball kid. You, I, I, I foresee you later in life, and I know this is probably not at all on your radar, but later in life, like corporate takeovers, breaking mm-hmm. things apart. I mean, yeah. it all kind of like all these little subsidiaries under your umbrella, and it's just going to make total sense. But yeah. you're a natural. That's exactly what people do. And, and I want to get into reselling companies too. That would be fun. Yes. Yeah. That, yes. yeah. So just buying and selling. He just buys and sells stuff all day long. That's you what know, he loves. A very to important do. skill is value. Telling yeah. value in people, telling value in stuff. Originally, stuff, but the most important skill is value in people. 
Yeah. How do you create value, right? How do you create value for other people? And that, you know, and it's funny because he struggled so much in school. And when we pulled him from school, you know, I said, we're not, no reading, no writing, nothing. I said, we're just going to figure out what he does well and what he likes. And we're Mm going to support that. And what we found out is, is he's really good at, creating value, finding value, understanding and evaluating value, which is maybe the most important skill set that yeah. we have in the uh, that as a any, business owner, any yeah. well as a business owner or even as an employee like what do you want from your employees? You want people that can create value, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that is the most important skill set in this entire economy and it was sort of just hiding underneath his nose, you know, way more important than anything he could learn in a school. And yeah. so we just helped him with that. You know, um, one of this guy, I think he started Rainbow Trash Trucks. I think, mm-hmm. I'm not sure what it was originally or what it is now, but he had a third grade education. And he is one of the wealthiest people you'll ever meet. Like he ended up s- selling his um, massive empire of trash trucks. And he started with a third grade education and he would go door to door with his truck, his one truck collecting trash. Yeah. He found a way to create value. Yep. And, and then he scaled mm-hmm. and it's a pretty cool story. So yeah. You don't necessarily ever need to be in school. Yeah. To be very successful. Mm-hmm. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think what's cool, I don't know, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Tucker, but I think yeah. what's cool too about the reselling aspect is, is it, you know, so many kids I see, they start a business mm-hmm. and they get burnt out on it because mm-hmm. it's the same thing. And you can always change it. It's the same thing like over and over again, right? And it's never like, over and over again for me. But it's something different for him every day because you can resell anything, right? He's and like, I want to go resell know, cars or I want to sell golf balls. You never know what you're going to get in. Yeah, so it's always it's a surprise. It's a treasure hunt every day. Yeah. He always says that. I always say every day is a freaking treasure hunt. Tucker's <laughs> <Aww>. treasures <laughs> every yeah. day, and it makes sense because you, it, within that within your field, yep. you know, you can do toys today. But mm-hmm. like you said, in five years' time, mm-hmm. you're looking at cars. Yeah. And, and, and you're never going to learn in one category about everything about that one category. Right. So you're it's just never constantly ending. learning. Because that, that's what it was originally. It was just a way for him to learn, yeah. right? And it was the first time I think you felt like you learned something. Yeah. I mean, That you is know. so funny. My son's always saying that I'm not learning anything. Yeah. What, did, what was school yeah. life? I mean, what, mm, I didn't like it. Yeah. Did you feel like you learned anything? Nope. No, I, yeah. Yeah, so, I hear that a lot. Um, Every day, actually. <laughs> I, just, I don't, I, I don't want to bash. Like, schools are fine. No, they're, they're, it's not, I'm not bashing yeah. schools or, no, no, or no, anything no. like no, that. It's not that. It is a fact. And so I, I never want to attack anybody ever, but the truth is the truth. Everybody's different. Yeah. And some people really do well in the school environment, and some do really well outside of it. Yeah. And we have to respect that, acknowledge it. It's a reality. Um, so yeah, yeah. I think we obviously see that you are excelling at something and doing it very, very well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it would be a travesty to put a damper on that in any Mm -hmm. sort of way. So yeah, your story is absolutely amazing, Mm -hmm. Tucker. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's, yeah, it's been really cool too with the collectives and everything. He he loves being here. Um, and made a lot of really good connections and and things like that. Yep. We love having you guys here. It's inspiring to a lot of adults and children. 
oh, I plan on letting this episode specifically to uh, my nephew who is mm-hmm. getting into buying vintage Legos oh. Oh. Uh, and, and reselling them. And he's, my brother is telling me, we're going to these places and he's telling me, dad, we got to buy this because it's going to resell for blow. And I'm like, so, Tucker, you want to tell him the story? Because what, what's going on right now in your business? Legos. Right, like right this second, okay, brand new. Right. So, so, right this second. No, so right this second, my employee is working right now, not kidding, okay. on Lego figures. Right now. Lego figures? You Le- mean like the little Darth Vader? Yeah, I stuff? have one worth $200 he found. So, so explain it in the process. This is fascinating. So you know what actually. I used to do? I used to buy boxes. Boxes. So I look in the bin first. Is, is there one Lego figure in there? I buy the whole bin for 20 bucks. Sort all Lego figures out and sell Lego figures on their own, and all all Legos worth nothing. I don't I don't count Legos worth anything because they're by pound, but I care about Lego figures. Okay, okay. Because so, Lego figures is crazy. But you how do you figure them? out how to complete the figures? I have and an what app. So is you, um Bricklink. Bricklink. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's an app. Yeah, so or Brick Monkey. There's Brick, brick Link and Brick Monkey. Okay. But, yeah. yeah. And you look up these figurines. Yeah, on, you have Google so Lens you, them kind of. You know, so Google you, Lens. You just take a picture of the torso. Yeah. And it tells you how to complete the figure and where what set it came from and everything. And yeah. basically what it's worth, too. They even put a value on it. Even and they undervalue. Like the one we found was $200. They were valued $125. Yeah. So, it was 200 bucks so Brandon eBay. right now is sitting down for the, like, the last Trying three, to put together some figures. Putting together Lego figures for <laughs> oh. the last. And he loves it because it's kind of like putting together a puzzle, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? And so, like, yep. like you know, and I was like. Awesome. I mean, I saw last night. I. <laughs> I was on Marketplace, and I saw Boba Fett figurine selling for $150. Dang. I have one. Yeah. So, yeah, the ones that are licensed, because they they went to, like— Licensed ones are worth a lot. Because those sets sell for, like, $1,000. And the thing is, the only thing you can't recreate is the figure. So those figures are worth a ton of money. Think about it, right? Because I could get all those other blocks and put them together and create what you want, but you can't get that figure. That's right. Wow. So, yeah, no. So he literally (laughs) is paying somebody right now to go through boxes and do that and put them together. I have boxes full of them. So if you want. you're listening, I know you are right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) If you want to know anything about it, Tucker can can help him out. He loves helping this. Awesome. Yeah, he That's loves helping incredible. I just buy boxes at yard sales. Yeah. My box is full. I know I know I can make a lot of money off one figure. One time I bought a, a Lego box. I saw one figure for one twenty five. Yeah. I put twenty bucks on the box. So that one figure went one twenty five and everything was profit. Oh my gosh. And you're enjoying meeting all these new people in your life. Yeah. We yeah. we got to, yeah, we got to meet somebody awesome on Sunday too, didn't didn't you? Which one? <laughs> Which Oh uh, yeah, the guy. Yeah. You know yeah. the guy who did the bus? Uh, Marigold. Oh, yeah. Marigold. Is it Randolph St. Anna? Randolph, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's awesome. So his brother passed away and had an amazing collection. And so we oh, got a secret collection about pants. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he had an amazing collection, and we had met him at the mall during the kids' vendor event. And mm-hmm. he had said, "Oh, my brother passed away." Well, boss, so he called us up this this past weekend. We went over there, and Tucker went through all the stuff. Because I was like, "Oh no, we went to the yard sale." I'm the yard sale, and all good stuff. My brother's collection. I don't know if, I don't know if one's on eBay, Amazon, or what to do with it. And we came. I'm like, "Come on." You guys are all junk. Where's all the good stuff? Mm-hmm. Then he comes out, he's like, 
oh, yeah, I saved all the good stuff for you inside. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that makes a lot more sense. And so he, he got – so Tucker got to put, you know, uh, uh, some money towards his – he's using that money to restore his brother's car um, because that was, like, his baby. And so yeah. he knew to call it, like, Tucker's like, yeah, I can – Wow. You know, so so this is the connections. Him. These are the people. Yep. The people, yeah. right? You know. It was a crazy anime a, collection, DVDs, and – and crazy video games. Yeah, but who else is going to pay you $1,000 for DVDs? Right, right, Him. right. right. <laughs> <Yep>. right? <laughs> and you're also part of the Kids Collective with yeah. Candace Duggar as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and in fact, well, that, that whole story is amazing too because I remember I was sitting there and everybody, everybody at school, the psychiatrist, all these people are going, okay, he's in online school and he does this eBay thing, and we don't really understand it. He can't just sit in a basement and, and do eBay. Like, he has to interact with other kids, and, like, he's not getting socialized. He's not in school. Like, you know, you're a bad parent. Like, oh, it, right? Okay. Uh, right. N- n- nobody said I was a bad parent. No, 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 no. He kind of feels that right? way. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like what, why isn't he, you know, doing yeah. Boy Scouts? Yeah. Why isn't he doing Of course this uh, yeah, is happening. Right? Okay. I, I can absolutely envision and, this happening. And so, yeah, so, you know, like, like, yeah. what, what are you doing socially? And I was like, he tried all these different things, Boy Scouts and baseball and wrestling. We tried rugby. You name it. It just wasn't his thing. He didn't yep. really enjoy it. And I'm like, why am I going to force him to do something that he doesn't enjoy mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. people that probably don't get it anyways? Mm-hmm. And this is what he loves doing. I just need to go find other kids or other people that are like him. That's right. And I remember it was almost like a year ago, like on May 1st, I posted something to the social collective and I said, you know, I've seen some people with kids businesses mm-hmm. and, you know, would any, you know, anybody like to just meet up? Like, you know, like, you know, right. like, Hey, do you have a kid that's interested mm-hmm. in business? Like I got a kid that's interested in business. So you guys just want to do lunch or something. Yeah, right? right. And then right, next right. thing I know, I'm on the phone with Candace Duggar <laughs> and she's and like, and then like, Two months, you know, like we've got this whole thing at Dulles Town Center. You know, she's got this whole thing at Dulles Town Center planned out and 30 kids participating. And it was like kind of crazy how it all like sort of came together really fast over just like. It's been really great. Like we were talking about earlier, there's so many different things out there like rugby and whatever. Um, But this really does meet a need. My son also, who doesn't love school wrote a book and was yeah, at this yeah, event. Sorry. There's so many kids that really this is socializing for them and they really love it and it doesn't mm-hmm. stifle them. Yeah. So it's I, been what was amazing. amazing too about that was how different all those kids' businesses were. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, cause I think when a lot of people think of like kids' businesses, they think of, you know, oh, li- lemonade stands mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, slime. And, you know, there were, yeah. there was one kid that did slime, but he did it very, very well. He did. Yes. Yes. He did yeah. it really, Loomer's, really well. Loomer slime. He did it really well. He did it really, really well. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Yeah, and and but there were so many different types of businesses. You know, you had kids that you know invented a school. You had other kids. Three D printing. Three D printing. Woodwork. Really yeah. good work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, really high end woodworking. You had another kid that was a, a credit had a credit card processing yeah. company. But just yeah. for them I mean, all <laughs> to be around each other and kind of feed off of each other yeah. and know that they're not alone and that they can talk yeah. amongst each other because. You know, that, that's what they need. That socialization that they were talking about with you, they may not be getting that in school, but they are getting it with other kid entrepreneurs yep. in that space. And yeah. then they right. thrive even more because they feel good mm-hmm. about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's, you know, the reselling 
place too is it's sort of a lonely sort of thing. So, you know, we'll often go to those once once or twice a year and mm-hmm. it's the same sort of thing where you have this sort of camaraderie mm-hmm. and get together because it could be kind of lonely like when you're, you know, a kid entrepreneur or a reseller or whatever it is because you don't you don't know what's out there. It was really cool at the at the vendor fair because my son Dane said Kids came up to him and bought, you know, spent 10 bucks and bought his his book and he signed it, which was super fun and cool. But they said, we had no idea kids could do this. You know, we didn't know you could, as I guess he was 11 at the time or 12, write a book and do a book signing at the mall and people would pay you. You know, no, it wasn't published. We printed them, but he made money. And so all these other kids saw this happening and thought, oh, we can do this too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's inspiring. It is. It's uh, yeah, no, it's it's cool. I and mean, he had a. Uh, it was really funny the other day. He had a friend spend the night. Oh my gosh, this uh, is a funny story. <laughs> this is a, he had a friend spend the night, and it was a new friend. And it, you know, I told his mom, "We're gonna go out yard sales." She's like, "Oh, he loves yard sales." And I'm like, "He, lo- like, I don't know any kids that love <laughs> yard sales, right?" And and so we we go to uh, you know we go to this like it's in my neighborhood, and we went to this yard sale because I told him the only thing he wasn't allowed to do that weekend was go yard sailing. It's a long story. But, but his friend wanted to go. Right, right, right. His right, friend right. wanted to go. So I was like, all right, I'll get up at 6 o'clock in the morning on Saturday. I should talk 8 a.m. Okay, anyways. And so, because uh, I did not want to get up. I was like, I'm not getting up. I'm not getting yeah. up. I'm sleeping in, right? That's and, the reality of that's the reality. Your boss of is telling yeah, you you need to get yeah, up. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but, I, but I wanted to change. Like, I was like, he never gets a chance to go out with, like, other kids. I was like, nobody, nobody, you know, other kids will tolerate it but they don't want to go. Right. So I, right. I'm inside the house and Tucker and him are outside and I hear, hear you know, negotiating something or doing something. And the next thing I know, he's the his friend has bought these taxidermy things, like like yeah. sheep and okay. owls and stuff. Tucker knows that he can't really he doesn't he can't really sell those on eBay or where yeah. there's all sorts of rules and so it he's a lot did, of money, but, but you know. So so as the next five minutes, this kid has bought these for $20, and now he is on the phone negotiating with, with a taxidermy collector. With a taxidermy collector. <laughs> and because this yeah. because this woman sees it, right? This woman see, sees him walking with this, and she's like, my boss is a taxidermy collector and wants these, right? And so he gets on the phone oh, with yeah, her. So she gets on the phone with this guy, and he's negotiating. He's like, well, I was going to give these to my dad, but what? You know, what's the price? And I'm listening to this kid, right? And, and he made $200 in, in five minutes. In oh, the my God. In five yeah. minutes. Mentoring. And, was, and, and so like, <laughs> Tucker's running around this yard. So this kid, and they're like, everybody's like, who the hell are these kids? <laughs> and they're like, they're like, are these your kids? I'm like, no, well, that one I can claim. But <laughs> yeah, and I'm one of being very specific of what I'm picking up. And he's like, they're like, what the heck? Can I get a pile of stuff? But it was yeah. funny. That was uh, that happened last weekend. So well, I'm always... glad that you had that fun friend. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find somebody who's passionate about the same things we are. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a t- yeah, it's a tough tall ask to find the same you know but to I find people. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it's wild. Well, guys, I really appreciate you guys being yep. here today. This is so exciting to watch you expand your business. I know in a couple of years you'll be selling cars, and yeah, by the time I retire, you're going to be a corporate tycoon. Yeah, um, we'll see on the news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So thank you for spending some time with us. If anybody wants to get in touch with you about their stores or their storage units or any kind of collections, how can they get in touch with you? Um, Oh, God. Uh, Talkers Vintage Treasures. You can find me on Facebook, too. Kid Picker. And what else, Dad? Um, Yeah, so the best way is probably either to email or to just text us. Um, Yeah. Email is thatkidtucker48. Yep. Gmail, um, and I I check that account, and then quickest way. I mean, I have my phone number. You can always call me. It's five seven one four three six one seven nine four, and just let us know, and he'll come come check it out. Yeah, so exciting. Um, but he has his fa- uh, what? Your Facebook page is that kid picker, picker yeah, and. Your Instagram, I think, is what Tucker Tucker Treasures. Somebody took that. Tucker's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then your TikTok got suspended because you were only twelve. Yes. Break the rules. Yes. Break the law. And I know exactly what got him suspended. This is this is what you're gonna love. The got him suspended, right? So he, I think he commented on Gary V's wall, like Gary. V uh, was yeah. like, oh, yeah, you could buy stuff on yard sales. And, and Tucker's like, yeah, I'm 12 and I did, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, you just told him you're yeah, 12. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Red flag, red flag. <laughs> I was so. going to say, did you did you know Gary V did this too? But, yeah, of course you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, tell him, uh, tell him oh, what you think about Gary V. I think Gary V should not be negotiating. He's a millionaire. He's worth $200 million. And he's negotiating. He's like, oh, have a $5, not $2. <laughs> okay, yeah, but like, why do you do that? Why, why do you or don't I wanna you I want to go to the next yard sale and find better stuff. Stop spending the time, right? Stop he's, spending time. Go to the next yard sale. Go to the next yard sale. Don't spend, negotiate when you're worth $200 million. Scaling up. Scaling, scaling up. your time. Yeah, scaling, scaling your time. time. Yes. If you're spending time negotiating for three dollars, what else did you just I miss? I was wondering that too. What did you miss? And Who's so like, he yeah. gets really mad at the Gary V videos. Like uh-huh. he's like, he's like, he just missed five things while he's negotiating <laughs> for two dollars. Yeah. He was like, if you wanted to buy it for five dollars, you would have. I mean, if you wanted to buy it for two, you'd probably buy it for five, and you yeah. just missed four other things because. And now that person doesn't trust you. Tucker, um, he may be open yep. to mentorship. Yeah. Yep. So he's uh-huh. like, he goes, yeah. and now you've negotiated the guy, and you don't know what's in his house because you. Yeah. Niggled and diamond. If you just gave him the stuff and said, "Oh, here's five dollars. You have anything else? You'd have made more money." Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> and so he gets really angry. He gets really angry with Gary. He's like, yep. "Wow, Tucker, it was a pleasure meeting you. Pleasure meeting You're you amazing. too." Oh, and yeah. I have. Oh, I have one social uh, kids collective uh, message. Agenda. Uh, well, yes. yes. One thing I, Candace, it was like, "Oh, make sure." So <laughs> yeah, and oh, by the way, so Candace Duggar and Ryan Finley are leading our kids collective which is getting ready to gear up over the summer. Yep. Um, we need some volunteers, you know, to do all different sorts of things because everything is, I mean, the kids, they get everything pretty much handed to them. So, we, you know, volunteers for food, cleanup, um, getting swag, all those different sorts of things. So if you want to be involved or if you want to be a mentor to a kid, um, we'll have everything sort of laid out and the different opportunities to be involved in that program. Okay, so we need all of those things. If you just want to reach out to me or Aaron or Ryan or Candace, you can message us through Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we need all the help we can get. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. See ya. <laughs> we out. We out. Play ya. So out. <laughs> out. <laughs>